Welcome back to the show. We're live in sunny St. Louis. <sighs> Won't stop. It's like the inside of my brain. Oh, boy. Oh, I know that feeling. Right? <laughs> it's like it's been a storm for as long as I can remember. Yeah, me too. Uh, Chris Timmons, Travis Farrell, Chris Gardner, he's the producer. He's floating above us. I believe he's based out of Brooklyn. Mm. Uh, that's how that works. Uh, Who thought that? Marquise Moore. He yeah, was on the right. Gastro Pit show last night. Did a great job, by the way. Very funny. Uh, along with uh, with other comics there. Shout out to Molly, who's here tomorrow for her podcast, mm-hmm. the Casually Molly podcast. She was on the show. Fun time overall, all night last night. Big thanks to Tech Electronics, real quick, uh, for working with us and working with us to keep our studio at top-notch tech level, people. Ooh. That's right. And if you have tech experience, they're hiring. Check them out, techelectronics.com for more information. We've got some stuff to get to, some clips, some discussions. Yeah. Gardner, where are we headed? Where are you taking us, I offensive c- coordinator? First off, I got a text uh, as we were heading to break. Uh-huh. It's from uh, Brian Hoffman. Hey! Your favorite producer. He is one of... If there was a Mount Rushmore producer, so he'd be the only face on it. No, uh, he's overrated. Mm. Um, he's the producer for Frank Cusimano's he radio is. show. A joyful listen, a joyful listen. And he texted, I guess he was taking a peek at what was going on in this idiocy. Okay. And said, why is Travis drinking a beer? Right. And I said, he said it's to settle his stomach. I think we're about to have an intervention. Mm. And he said, yeah, that sounds like something Barney Gumble would say. Mm-hmm. By the way, it worked oh. because during the break... Daddy feels better. Why do you feel better? You you ran out of the office suite. Did Where'd it make you, you have to go to the bathroom? Oh yeah. Oh. So wait. Oh. So did you just did you go destroy one of the uh, shared bathrooms? No. Nah, yeah, I just went to somebody else's office and be like, oh, good luck. The shared bathroom in the hallway? No, no shared bathroom. Where they have a some, convention. I went going to somebody else's. Somebody door open, and one of the other offices. I was like, well, you ain't say nothing but a word. Man, you say nothing to me. What ah. did I say to me? When you say it like that. See? It's all okay. So much better now. You ain't saying nothing but a word. There it mm. is. There it is. I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> well, 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 ten feet that way. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, no, Travis, I also wanted to point out, and Chris, that there's, uh, I guess there was, what did you call it earlier? A kerfuffle? Kerfluffle? Kerfluffle. Yep. Uh, there was some pushback against... Uh, St. Louis Bread Company, as we know it. Oh, boy. Panera, as others know it. Outside the state. Um, about them taking French onion soup off their menu. A lot of commotion. A big commotion about that. A lot of people were not happy about that. Man, us and our menus. Yeah. I'm a menu snob. Like, if, if something that's my go-to is gone out of nowhere, that that's bothersome. I might not visit for a while. How popular was it if they removed it from the menu? I don't know. There's obviously some pushback. Outrage. Outrage, okay. Oh, especially on the socials. Fair enough. Where you find a lot of outrage. White Twitter, specifically. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think a lot of black Suburban mom Twitter. I'm about to say, I don't think a lot of black people jump I created this account three days ago, uh-huh. and I've just now figured out how to tweet, and Panera, you're never getting my business again. That sounds about right. Your French onion soup was my mother's favorite. <laughs> That's almost verbatim what I think. Would be a complaint about what's going on with Panera right now. So it's like when Famous Bar got rid of their franchise. Uh, I remember that. A lot of people were upset about that. You know they have it now. You know it's available, yeah. right? Yeah. We talked to the Abby Larico about That's it. That's right. Very delicious. So uh, but what, now what's the issue? Okay. So they're bringing it back. Oh, nice. They've heard. I like to make rib. They've heard folks 
It's not going to be a seasonal thing. It no, seems like, like a chicken sandwich. I like it. It's going to stick. Okay. That's what it seems like, at least. But they did a, a little commercial. And I don't know if it was just an online commercial or not. Um, but it featured someone you might be familiar okay. with from St. Louis and from a television show. All right, let's see. So here you go. All right. French onion soup off the menu has really taken a toll on our social media team. We had to hire extra help to deal with all the comments. Hey! Yeah, Panera Bread, bring back French onion soup, you cowards. Yeah. Okay. You should be ashamed of yourselves. I am. At Panera doesn't have French onion soup, and this is mid-key ruining my life. Okay. I just want some Ooh, French onion soup at Panera Bread. you. Wow. <laughs> Needless to say, everyone's really happy that French onion soup is officially back. Please stop messaging us. This job has its perks. Mm -hmm. See my loafers? Aren't yeah. they cool? <laughs> I get to wear them all day long. <laughs> Love, Love it. Phil Smith Love it. of the Office fame. Love it. Shout out to uh, Cool Fire Studios. They created that. Our friend Josh McNew was a big part of that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I believe he shot that. Yeah. So uh, with that in mind, I wanted to go back to something we had visited yesterday right at the end of the show, uh -huh. which was that, uh, I guess it's, uh, is it a flash player? It's, I say it's a GIF because that's what it's labeled like. Okay. But it's this thing that um, you pick who you're, uh, right. you're going to go on a road trip with. Right. So you're stuck in the car for a long road trip with three people. Now we First got three people you stop on is who you're stuck with. Who did you get? We so got Ryan. So uh, let's Andy Bernard and Mike Scott play. yesterday. Let's do each of us. Okay. So who wants to go first? Chris, Gardner, yeah. I'll go first. Okay. All right. okay. Just you know, when I say stop, you do it, right? Okay. Okay. Stop. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. This is like uh, Pressure Luck. What's that? You guys don't know Pressure Luck, the game no, show? We're young. Oh, I've heard of that. No whammies, no whammies. Oh, stop. Okay. Oh, okay. Now I know what it is. Uh -oh. I know that was the name of the show. Okay. Okay. So Chris gets Michael Scott. Stop. All right, nice. 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 It'll be nice and warm. Okay. There'll be food. Oh, well, and they can tell me about going to high school together. Uh -huh. Yeah. Stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Kevin Malone. Man, me, Michael, Kevin, and Phil. Oh man, that's gonna be some some good eating on that road trip. Yeah. All right. Awesome yeah. blossom. <laughs> is Michael now? Is Michael like trying to talk to me? Like, look at those losers in the back. Right? Yeah, yeah, no is doubt, he, no okay. doubt. Yeah. Okay. He's like, so. you know, you, they weren't slaying <laughs> tail like us, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Exactly. What are exactly you talking about? Yeah. Like, you played basketball, so did I. Yeah. All yeah. right. You'll fit that Jim Halpert role pretty well yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah. Chris is doing. Man, yeah. that felt good. Uh, not in the history of anybody ever describing themselves as the office, no one has ever accurately called themselves Jim. So to have someone else uh -huh. say That's I was fair. the Jim, well, especially that in was that, genuine. In that road trip situation, mm -hmm, yeah. you got there. Mm -hmm. You you would fit your personality would fit well as being that. All right, shall we do Travis? All right, let's do this. All right, so I'm going to start it up, Travis. Okay. Stop. Moe's! <laughs> oh, this is already off to a great start. Wow. Moe's! And see, the problem with this would be with Travis would try and speak to him as the uh, writer-actor that he is. Oh, but Schur. he's Moe's. He's Moe's. Yeah, I can't he talk, to talk to Michael Schur like that. He's Michael Schur. Oh, I know. Take a horse and buggy right. on this road trip? Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay. So. Stop. 
Oh, okay. Let's, no, try no, like Let's try it again. I like it's Let's try it again. Stop. Oh God! <laughs> Friend of the show, Creed Bratton. Creed Bratton. So, so Creed Moe's this, oh, this road trip. This I don't think we're getting out of the parking oh, lot. Oh my God! All, All right. right, who's gonna finish this off? Stop. Oscar. Oscar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A, a shining bright light of sanity. Yeah. What a trip this you is going like to be. Creed Moe's in your Creed Moe's and Oscar. Man, I like that Creed and Moe's one. That's All right. Are you ready, Gardner? Yeah, I'm ready. There Let's try here. All right. I'll yell stop even I'll too go. just for, for fun. So stop. Nice. Ah, the drunkard. Fuck. <laughs> the sober guy to wrote with the drunkard of the God office. Meredith. All right. Who else we got next? This one go a minute. Okay. Stop. Ah, oh, oh, nice. Kelly. Damn it. This is going to be fucking annoying. That's going to be a fun road trip. All right. One more. Give me something. Give me something. Stop. Michael oh, Scott. Oh, this wow. is going to be difficult. That's a, that's, a, that's a tough road trip, my friend. Oh. I hope you're just going up the street. Yeah. I hope you're just going out to St. Charles. I like yours. Moe's Creed, man. They can't beat that. That is... That is a conversation. Here's the thing about that. Uh, of all the people in the car, including Oscar, I'm probably the least likely to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That yeah. is awesome. I'm a fan. I love yeah. it. I love that's those pretty great. That's pretty Yeah, great. I think I like Travis, the one Travis got best. Chris's personality fits well with the grouping he got. Hmm. I might go off the wagon in mine. Would you do that, or would you bring her onto your wagon? Oh. As Travis drinks his beer, she would probably get drunk and try to come on to me. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Meredith, but would you come on her? You would absolutely sleep what? with Meredith. Huh? There's no <laughs> thank you. Yeah, Hope? yeah. You're absolutely. Right. Hey, how about the yeah, rephrase right that? Rephrase that again. Mm. Oh, pardon me. I knew what I said. Yeah, I know. Okay, well that was fun, a fun little game. Mm -hmm. That's all. You wanted to talk about a conspiracy theory, I guess, Travis. Well, here. I mean. I mean, it's, it seems it's, to be one of your things here. It's not one of my things. And, and, and if anybody knows about conspiracy theories. Unless a conspiracy theories. theorist comes on and then he clams up and freaks out. Yeah. I ain't going there. Who is, it, uh, who is that uh, clammed up on? Jeffrey Wilson. Co-host of the. Yeah, because uh, Jeffrey was getting too. He was using like things uh, like. Co-host we of the talking conspiracy about JFK. Yeah. Jeffrey was getting a little bit too close to for comfort. He we was were saying, talking about was, JFK. He was, he's he got saying, a whole podcast. He was saying it. file names, and he was mentioning people. He's, he's, he's talking he's about informed. the Warren Report. Yeah, he's informed. I don't want you to be that informed, bro. If you're that in the know, then... Don't you want the you truth? Sound, you sound like a loon. Yeah, sound like a loony. We were talking about the JFK one. Yeah, That's a man. simple one, Travis. No, a, no such thing as a simple conspiracy. Oh, All conspiracies on. are complicated, including this one. Because, boys and girls, we have mm. a spicy meatball. Surveillance video from the Jeffrey Epstein's first apparent suicide attempt no longer exists. Hmm. According to officials at the federal jail housing, Epstein, the preserved video from the wrong floor because of a clerical error. That'll happen. Tom Winter of NBC News reports the surveillance video uh, taken outside the cell the day of his first apparent suicide attempt has been permanently deleted. The disgraced financier who was facing federal sex trafficking charges was found semi-conscious in his cell at the Metropolitan Correctional Center, or MCC, in New York around 1.27 a.m. on July 23rd. Now, this was the first attempt. 
yeah. uh, MCC inadvertently preserved video from the wrong tier within the MCC as a result. Video from the outside, the defendant cell on July 22nd, 23rd, 2019 no longer exists. No big deal. It's just, it was a, a the attempted one. We already one. know. Yeah, it wasn't the the real one. I this this is um I like we obviously we've played with the conspiracy aspect of all uh, of this. Oh, uh, you have. Because I believe Jeffrey Epstein is still alive and he completely <laughs> set this entire You believe he's up. actually Ellen DeGeneres. I believe he that he did a face he off. He did the face off, Chris. I don't know if you're aware with that surgery, very prominent surgery. I think it was performed here in St. Louis, if I'm not mistaken, at Barnes. But it's when they remove the face and replace it with someone else. Who was, a, my who was the doctor who first performed that, do you know? It was uh Leotis. Doctor Sp- Jaceman. Jaceman? Don't ask me how to spell it because then you'll try to look it up. The fact of the matter is, this is... I think, Chris, we finally have the smoking gun we've been looking for, my friend. This is it? This is it. We're, I, think it's, I think it's time that we put out a bolo. You know, like my police term there. And we... What does bolo mean? It means, boy, look out. What's boy. the O for? Boy, look out. Boy, look out. Yep. The boy, ooh, look out. Is look out one word or two words? Two. Oh, is it? I don't make the acronyms. I just read them. Oh. Fact of the matter is, he's out on the lamb, and we need to find Jeffrey Epstein. I thought you said you knew where he was. He's hosting Ellen. Well, I think I, that's the bolo. Go get him. Do you think they'll ever admit that there was a foul play? And by they, I don't know who I mean. <laughs> Because even if they said it, it's just going to be a patsy, right? Uh, I feel like we've found the killer. It's just going to be somebody that didn't sign a piece of paper, right? Here's my thing is, there's been so many, these series of events makes me truly wonder, some of, what did this man have on these powerful people? Like, we're talking about some shit out of an, out of 24. Oh, it's We're talking about something that's just... The, the series True of events... Detective Season 1. Th- this is just... Subtle, t- has yeah. everybody seen it? But essentially, oh. it just, well, it, it's, a, a, it's a big conspiracy at play. A burglary takes place, and then... Um, you can divulge. Ho- okay, the governor has some compromising videos, and McConaughey's character breaks in and steals the videos, and it doesn't go reported, but it's known that the videos are stolen, and then... Uh, a short time later, the governor dies mysteriously. Right. Meaning his people were like, sorry, bro, you're a risk now. So that makes sense. Uh, yeah. And so yeah. that's why. Well, that's kind of like, you know, Greitens resigns. But that, but yes. And that's the, when, when, when you have people in these positions, like I said, the Greitens thing, you knew, oh boy, man, that, he must have some money coming from places outside that really do he not said, want that's people enough. to know. Right. And the same with Epstein. Like, we knew Epstein. We know what he was obviously going to go to trial for, which leads me to believe that this guy had some really dark shit on him on some very powerful people. Yeah, but I think we've assumed that, though. But we're like, how dark do you think it went? Because, like I said, <laughs> well, these series of events. Know what he was doing. Yeah. But that's the thing is, yeah. and I think that running, should give us girl, power. Running and, girls. But to that point, I think, I, and again, everything these days should probably be a national story. But man, oh man, 
knowing that this guy was connected to the royal family, two presidents. At least. At least. <sighs> this gives me pause. This, I mean, like everything does these days, but that's scary to me that, <laughs> that he had some shit on them because the tape clerical error. Come on. <laughs> One of the most biggest, most protected prison facilities in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And a clerical error deleted an attempted suicide of your biggest prisoner. Come on, fam. Y'all wild. What's so, that mean again? Yeah, I'm losing control. Okay. Is it so wild, Ellen Wildin or Wildin? Wildin. I gotta say Wildin. 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 Okay. This is crazy, man. But uh, Jeffrey Epstein's still alive, no doubt about it. You ain't saying nothing but a word. Ain't nothing but a word. Think you know he's alive. You think? know he's alive. You no, think that's the deal? Jeffrey Epstein, dead. he saw this coming, man. I think he's dead. You think he's dead? You think yeah. Jeffrey Epstein yeah, is dead? I think he's dead. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We're gonna look up one day. No, but here's the thing, Travis. Probably be at a Battle Hawks game. There's a. There's a. You you've said it yourself. You've presented the case for why he's dead, because he he has information. There's only one way to make sure information doesn't get dispersed, and that's to take out the person who might be able to do. But I, I feel like it was an instance, almost similar to True Detective, where the where Jeffrey Epstein's like, look, why would you let him be alive? Here's what here's here's I, why. Ask yourself that because question. him alive means he can protect the information. He knows where the information is. And he's saying, he said to these people, look, I ain't going to jail. Because if I go to jail, then this whole thing comes down. Now, has he created a situation where, so you would think it would have come out by now. Oh, okay. Maybe I could talk, help you with yours a little bit. Okay. Um, a poison pill type situation. Okay. Where like if someone dies, the information is released upon that death, right? Yes. So you would think that he might have set himself up for a situation like that, exactly, right? Exactly. So if that's the case, where is that information? That's what I'm saying. Why has it not dropped? Exactly. And I believe is because they were like, all right, we'll get you. Because they were like, man, we can't pay off a jury. We can't pay off a judge. That's too much heat. So what? now that you're in jail, we'll find a way for you and to it makes it, it will make yourself. it easier if you're only dealing with one person instead yes. of multiple people. Right. To keep this web of information. This and if you're Jeffrey close. Epstein, if you're sitting on this treasure trove of really incriminating information, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I ain't going out by just uh, killing myself. I no. might, I might. That's what I'm, I'm saying. You killing yourself. I'm getting closer. Like when you song. know that some of the most powerful people in the world you have dirt on, are you killing yourself? Is that the option you're taking? Seriously? Oh, no, I'm in jail. I am so guilty of some of the horrible things I have seen and have done. Now I'm time to... If he was going to kill himself, he would have did it outside of prison. So you're telling me he waits till he gets caught, implicates all these powerful people, and then kills himself? Come on, fam. Jeffrey Epstein out here living in these streets. He's probably going to be at NBA All-Star Weekend. Really? He's probably sitting courtside at a Lakers game right now. Jeffrey Epstein's alive. I refuse to believe that man is dead. That man is not dead. He's as alive as Tupac. Tupac alive? Tupac is absolutely alive. Absolutely alive. You understand, man, when you, be, when you become this powerful and rich, we talked about it before when uh, they met with some of the scientists and they sat down. They were like, yeah, um, how can we control a mass amount of people uh, when the world comes to an end? Rich people are thinking differently because they live in different worlds. So in their world, they're thinking, man, shit, I'm enjoying this life. But man, if I get caught up, what's my out? They have a plan. 
for what they're out is. You can't tell me they don't. These are people who want to live forever. Of course they have a plan on if they get into trouble. So absolutely Jeffrey Epstein's alive. And he's probably the head coach of the New York Giants. Which we one just is don't it? know. I don't know. I'm going to figure you out who specifically he is. told me he was sitting courtside yeah, I thought it, I, he, he may be. I don't know. He could Here be anybody. Could be Bieber. He could be Bieber. He's got Lyme disease. Coming to St. Louis. Find out if Jeffrey Epstein has ever had Lyme disease. I don't believe it, man. There's going to be a connection. Error. Not a joke. Clerical error. Seriously? Clerical errors happen all the time. Okay. Okay. But Whew. you made some decent arguments. We'll see. In fact, we're going to assume when we get the when we get the documentary in thirty years, uh-huh. man, that's that's going to be brutal. People going to be looking at us like, y'all, y'all didn't know that the whole time. You think you would? Would you interview Epstein? What would you ask him? <sighs> What's the most? What powerful person has done the most disgusting thing? But what if he doesn't? But yeah, he's a person he's that doesn't. He's not in the room. So you're asking the wrong question. Because you're taking it from your perspective, right? Oh, yeah, I'm asking the question. Right? Mm-hmm. So you say disgusting thing. Do you think Epstein agrees with that perspective? That's a good point. So I, I would maybe try and find a different way to communicate okay. with him. Even if you're uncomfortable with the way you have to ask the question, it, it might feel gross yourself, you're going to want to try to connect with your subject here right. to try and elicit information. Here, here's, a, here's a better question. I'm not asking the right question of you guys. Chris, you're a powerful billionaire, and you're cornered by the law, and it looks like the deck is stacked against you, and it looks like you're going to probably spend some time in jail. Mm-hmm. Would you use your connections and your money <clears throat> to think of any type of situation, whether it's fake your death or pay someone off, to get out of that situation? Would you just simply go, I'm going to leave it up to the law, and let's see where the jury stands? Oh, no. I mean, Thank that's you. not the way it's set up, right. but... He may not have had a choice. Gardner, I think, no, you're, you're a billionaire. You have a choice. No, of, of course I would do that. Right, the okay. The thing is, though, there are other billionaires that are going to be involved in this equation as well right. who would have it beneficial to them that I not be alive. But it's also beneficial so it's, to them from that information not getting out. If, if Jeffrey yeah, but, Epstein, but it depends on how you view that. Then. True. Do you view information not getting out, the easiest way to deal with it, Having the guy alive and controlling him, or just simply snuffing him out. Now, that's a good question. Now that's up for debate, right? And it's central to your theory yes. of the face-off theory. I, um, my, my theory is that billion, one billionaire got together with multiple billionaires to do some billionaire shit. Okay, and that's why I think the death is faked because I, I'm you and he ain't going. To, You're too close to this, Travis. I'm just. Aren't saying, you scared? If it's one thing we said, if it's one thing you, we will say even about this president, he ain't. If y'all think he just, we ain't, we, 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 we oh, about this. On the no, I'm not putting on the president. No, I'm saying is if this, if y'all think powerful people, especially now, are just going to go, oh, you're right. <laughs> you got me. Ah, I'm going to oh, arrest me. Ah, the law is the law. Y'all crazy. If you think Donald Trump is going to lose his election and just going to be like, ah, I guess we got to get the moving van. Yep, they want us out by January 20th. Do, 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 do. If you think that's going to happen, you ain't been paying attention. No way. To what? Powerful people are not in in 2020. They ain't letting go, Joe. They they gonna fight tooth and nail. Oh yeah. They ain't letting it go. It's not gonna be easy. No, it's not. We're trying but, to trying to make it take it away from them. But I'm telling you, 
Because they that, see, they know the movement. They the, see the energy. They see where yeah, the country's headed. They most certainly do. And here's the thing is, uh, but if you thought they were just going to step aside, then just because you have momentum, yeah. it's not going to be that oh, easy. Oh, no, no, no. Exactly. And I, mean, I think they will a, do there's all. There's a culture war right. currently going on. What's the point of being a billionaire if you don't do billionaire shit? And some of the things a billionaire can do well, is well, buy people off. Make things look like they're not what they're supposed to be. That's why you have billions of dollars for. I don't know that that's how I would hopefully not view it. But God, if you was a billionaire, you'd be doing some billionaire shit. I would do some weird stuff, but I'm not like I don't think I'm going out of my way to hurt people. No, I don't think you some are. Of these people do. No, I don't think you would. I don't think you would. But I think if like people... if if okay. I were to win a lot, I've thought about this before. Mm-hmm. If I were to win like a big lottery pot, right? I would be afraid of being one of those people that like ends up dead or something. Sure. Because I fear that I would be filled with guilt for having that much money. Does that make sense? No, it does. That I don't deserve this. I need to get rid of it because I don't know that I could handle the responsibility that I would then feel upon myself right. to try and make things right for other right. people. And I think that would come, like, I would be filled with anxiety. and stuff. Right. That's a fear of mine if I win the lottery. But here's the thing. So you, that's a big, you know, problem in my life, obviously, right now. But even with Epstein, here's a guy who had been accused before he ended up in jail of doing these type of things. And we now know there were people, even in the DA's office, willing to turn a blind eye. So when you're that powerful, when you're able to literally, Chris, have 13 and 14-year-olds by your side while standing next to a member of the royal family. What are you doing there? I'm trying to understand, like in my head, if you're telling me I can walk around and sleep with 13-year-olds and the law knows and no one does shit, and I'm already a billionaire and I'm connected to presidents mm-hmm. and the royal family, that guy was unfucking touchable there's no way in the world that that guy's dead. No way. No way. There is a way. Nah, man. You can't. To say no way, you're no, just, there's no way, you're no just way, being no, you. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I'm keeping it 100, Jack. I ain't believing none of this shit no more. I'm done with it, Gardner. No more. I'm bringing the whole system down, Chris. No, you're not. You're a coward. Yeah, probably. I'm going to see the law. Probably you, as soon we as I learned about your heroism yesterday. Yeah. What did someone someone message me about, about my heroism? I told my parents, I told my family about my heroism yesterday. What did they so say? What did they proud say? Proud of me because they understood. They was like, "Well, did you didn't call the cops?" I was like, "No," because my sister said, oh. "Well, yeah," because they would have probably shot you. I was like, "I know." I was like, and that's why I just went go go. Someone asked me yes last night. Do you think the cowardly crusader will be on time tomorrow? The answer that's was hilarious. no. Like, who, who, who called me a cowardly crusader? South who was C- it? South City Tone. Oh, okay, that's fair. And then he sent me a meme that said, is it worth it to be a dead hero? Mm. <laughs> Speaking of South City Tone, okay. I mentioned how he had inspired me near the end of the show yesterday. <laughs> okay. And for several hours yesterday, I sat at my local watering hole thought showering. Okay. Mm. Took a thought shower. Okay. Even involved some other people. We got the loofahs out, lathered up. And came up with the idea that South City Tone had pitched to me before. He wanted to call it Operation Pothole. We're not going that route. But I am calling on the mayor of St. Louis, Lida Cruson, to be progressive. To 
Be proactive. Be progressive. <laughs> and once again, go rogue and challenge the state of Missouri. Okay, well, we going rogue on now, baby. You know I love going rogue. I'm a, I'm a rogue son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. I am calling for Mayor Lyda Kruson. Okay. To we saw her Monday, by the way. Where'd you we, see her? I brought her up on stage. What was Monday? Twelfth night. Oh, Twelfth Night. Yeah, but when I got there, she wasn't nowhere to be seen. If she was there, I would have lit up a cigarette mm -hmm. right have, in her you face. Have, you should have done it. Or turned my back on her you like what I did at the MLS she made it. She made a decree, and then she walked directly off stage. Yeah. Didn't make eye contact. Either. Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, I'm asking that person <laughs> to declare recreational marijuana legal okay. in the city limits of St. Louis. Love it. And to do it in a rather fast fashion. Right. To look at these business models we have, to get a core group together and develop it immediately right. to declare it legal. Growing, usage, <clears throat> supplying. Right. All of that legal. Use whatever business models other states have used. Narrow it down to your city limits. Right. Challenge the state. Right. And do it quick. Yes. So that they have to go to court and are on their heels. Yes. Yes. So you drop it and you go. Yes. Now the money yes. made off of this. Yes. We'll go towards uh -oh. our streets in St. Ooh, Louis. Okay. Okay. I would like to propose to you. What do you propose? Pot for potholes. Yeah. The pot for potholes campaign. Hashtag take the high I road. I like that. Take the high road. I like it. I credit take the high road to I'm, I'm, Tim I'm, the bartender at Rosie's. I, I'm not even bullshitting, Gardner. I'm 1,000% behind every one of it this is a beautiful movement now this is and you'll notice in this picture there's some messaging here we yes. have the pot leaf mm -hmm. in the pothole itself yes, yes troubling uh the pot for pothole sign that you see on the screen there uh that signage that is an orange the color of the street department's trucks mm. that font is a similar font to the one used <laughs> on the truck oh themselves. i know like oh i've seen this almost run me off the road a few times so that is uh and they use lowercase lettering when it says street de department of streets or street department or whatever on their truck. So I use lowercase lettering to show synergy here because mm -hmm. we have the pot leaf in the pothole and we're also, we want to fix the streets. And so I have that all messaged in this picture, this right. graphic you see on the screen. Plus right. if you want to get this going, hashtag take the high road. And that's how we just launch this grassroots campaign and see what we can do. Grassroots, and, nice. and I think like I, I absolutely am in agreement with this. this is I didn't even realize that, Chris. Wait, grass. Yeah. This is a literal grassroots. There is so much symbolism involved here that it, it makes so much it, sense. You have to do like I'm no forced. Stems, no stems or seeds in this push. No. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to do this. And if you like, do, I'm not, here, I'm not, I don't have any option here. And, and you know what? And again, this, and I don't, I don't want to. It, feels too right for them not to do this for several reasons one we're going to come into the spring here in about a couple of months after the terrible weather clearly yeah. it's raining outside right now it's a likelihood we could see some snow this weekend really no we know the roads are going to be shitty by spring because of all the salt and the travel etc the weathering of the winter so what better pr push than to go look we know we're going to have these potholes when opening day comes around do you really want to be driving down 40 trying to park in the city Hitting those potholes, ruining your car. Mm -hmm. There's a great opportunity for them, even from a public relations standpoint. Logistically, I don't know what City Hall, as far as Cruson can do. I would imagine she has more room than I have even imagined. And, but I think from even as a public relations standpoint, and I've said this before, especially when it comes to this mayor and this City Hall, do 
fucking something. Yeah. Do something. Well, they've tried, but they're not very transparent. They're and not. They big and like I said, they also don't. How come the Cardinals do a better job or other or entities do a better job at promoting themselves than City Hall? You would think they would. Well, they have some issues at times. <laughs> well, the, the one issue is right now, anything big they've done, it has not been transparent and it fucks them over. Yeah. That lesson should have been learned with Better Together STL. Easily. And then they tried to Oof. move it over to the privatization of the airport, and that was embarrassing because <laughs> yeah. you had the mayor out front talking so, about this is something well, that's like... And, and on the heels of the stinger stuff, like, you should know. You should know that, all right, we, we, we're not going to be allowed to try and sneak anything by Gardner, right now. If we want an idea, we have to be honest. That's not a bad thing. Guardian, I'm behind this. I want this to happen. I want that hashtag. Pot for potholes I think I w- is the campaign. I'm happy to... And uh, we'll fill potholes. Also, I'd like some of this money to go towards uh, developing uh, protected uh, scooter paths throughout the city of okay. St. Louis. Now well. we've we've gotten to the bottom of everything. Yep. But, you know, it's you got to sneak it in there, though. Uh, fancy. Yeah, that's true. That's what you do. Uh, that's what I learned from politicians. You, yeah. you attach it onto the bill. Yeah. Right. Like it'll be like Religious Freedoms Act. And then you find out you're uh, also now... Uh, accustomed to paying like 40% on certain taxes yeah. or whatever. Um, Jamie Moyer's Fancy Foyer says, when Hawley was elected, Missouri was declared. Mm. Declared. Mm. So that you get it. Huh. Well, that's a good... Senator uh, Flatbed. That's a good move. I got move. Senator Flatbed shirt on today. I, um, that is brilliant. I had to take the high road. Honestly, it's like something I would want to see on billboards. I wish I had the means uh, to be able to truly put a ton of money and resources behind this I just I'll think try and formulate a tweet today and tag Lida in it. I, I, my thing is, at this point, and because, let's be honest, majority of people in the city. And what, what I'm saying is you get a group and you drop it. Yeah. Kind of like what they did with Better Together, but you're not going to have as much pushback no, on this. No. I, I, All you, who you're going at is the state. Yes. And you need to put them on their heels and keep them on their heels. If you're the biggest city in the state, act like it. Act like if you are, St. Louis is the economic driver for the state of Missouri. We know that St. Louis County is uh, the other entity. It just is. These are facts. Kansas City, too. Kansas City as well. Yes. Not to dis. And so. Well, here's the thing. And I've seen someone tweeting about this recently as Governor Parson has been talking about the 40,000 jobs created or whatever in Missouri since this and that. And uh, the thing is that. This is where I get frustrated with conservative thinking is because it's like, okay, here's the surface thinking. Here's the surface number. Let's dive into the layers of what these numbers actually mean. And when you look at where the jobs created are coming from, it's from the cities. It's from Kansas City. It's from, was it Jackson County? Mm -hmm. It's from St. Louis County. It's from St. Louis City. They're creating jobs. The rural areas that the GOP is supposed to represent have lost yeah. a lot of jobs, but because of the amount that the cities have created, you know, the cosmopolitan ones yeah, that Josh Hawley doesn't like, you know, your senator who tweets more about Hong Kong than he spent in St. Louis to help with any problems we have here, that guy. Um, it's that group that has forgotten the people that vote for them. They're supposed to trust it through Medicaid, through all this other shit. So they haven't created jobs for those people. The drivers, you're right, absolutely economically and with with those jobs created are the cities and it's Tim something that has been tweeting about this and I've kind of followed along with some of the numbers as he's broken them down because they toss out a number and you're like oh okay it's like a Trump tweet 
uh, this and this. Okay, well, let's look into the numbers. Let's explore why and what, because that helps you fix other problems. Right. That's what you need to do. Right. And they're not doing that. I, and yeah. you know what? And push that on them too. Look, hey, we're trying to create money here. We're trying to help our city. Why are you? Why would you tell us not to do that? Why would you tell us not to help? Explain. Yeah. Well, I know you've taken you know, 100,000 kids off Medicaid and you won't expand it in other states around you. I mean, that's just who you are. But then answer that. It's, it's, yeah. Pot for potholes. Pot for potholes. Take the high roll. I love it. Scooter pads. It's like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a PR slam dunk. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stunned that something similar hasn't come about yet. You have terrible approval ratings. No one cares about your job as mayor. You are the economic driver for the state of Missouri. Do fucking something. And then we can do put that little pot leaf, like we said before, on like imprint it on the potholes as they're repaired. Actually, you'll probably be able to create enough money where you can actually redo an entire bridge or two. Make enough money to make sure we always have that trash pickup. Mm-hmm. You might have mowers for your parks. Maybe, yeah. You can maybe renovate, use that money to renovate, you know, the jailhouse. And once again, make sure you have e-scooter paths. That's all I got. It's funny. The city just walks around. You would have thought this city was fucking Brooklyn. You thought this city was fucking Austin. The way they people, the way the people of this city act, you would have thought this was fucking Las Vegas. You would have thought they were just on the, they were on a roll. You would have thought St. Louis was the hottest new fucking city in America. Calm the fuck down and get some work done. There are areas that are good. There are areas that are very good, but they're rarely highlighted. They're very. I don't know. They've been highlighted lately. Live from Missouri, some silver-haired fuck wants to paint the streets green in St. Louis. More after 10. Pot for potholes. Hashtag take the high road. Sounds like he's been smoking. Uh-huh. Come up with that idea. Uh-huh. No, that's a fantastic idea. All right. Uh, we've got Make It Racist still. We yeah. can jump into let's that. Do that. Uh, <sighs> let's do it. The uh, the great Travis Terrell shows us what already exists among us. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to make it racist. I'm addressing the white elephant in the room. I'm breaking down the barriers of race by assimilation. <laughs> I wouldn't mind to have black neighbors. That is racist as hell. It's raining little white women. My prayers have been answered. Black women have the nicest asses. If that ain't the whitest thing a white man has ever whited in his life. You do not have to say African American. Just say black. Oh, well, in that case, you know what word I miss? Colored. Oh. Oh. Don't let the liberal media tell you how to think and feel. If you have hate in your heart, let it out. I'm racist as hell. It's <laughs> deserved. I don't want to write a sketch that good. Just one time. Uh, black white supremacist is just, it's, even after all these years, it is good money. Hmm. Chappelle is a fucking genius. Now, uh, I got one here. Oh, yeah. jump been, right in. You've been nursing that beer for a while now. Is it warm yet? Mm, it's still nice and chill. All right. Warm beer. Mm. Make warm beer racist. Well, (laughs) I don't know if you knew this, but the United States government used to keep refrigerators out of the black community. So we, in fact, in fact, they made it so where the water that they (laughs) had in urban areas wasn't 
incapable of even freezing. That's how much the government hated to, black. How did they do that? They to manipulated the water, the water the to the point the mop. They look. It was impressive. Was it even each? It was like the Tuskegee experiment. What they did was they manipulated the, the water, the, the Tuskegee experiment, and they essentially manipulated the molecules in the water and the water is unable to freeze so blacks were forced to have their beverages specifically alcohol to alleviate the pain from all the racism in their life they would have to drink it warm so therefore warm beer you racist as hell that is racist as hell yeah, i didn't know the government could manipulate water molecules did you and I then again not. you guys think jeffrey epstein's dead not surprised yeah i mean that's my bad mm -hmm. yeah i'm my glad bad. you realized the error of your ways it's on me uh, it's gotten popular recently, and it seems to be taking over mm -hmm. as a whole. It's even replacing jumping jacks and pickleball in uh, high schools around the country. Esports can't make esports racist. Esports. E fucking sports. He's thinking. <laughs> yep, he is. Got another story about the name of Gerald Esport. Who? Gerald Esport. Gerald Esport actually invented the Nintendo. He created Sega. He invented all of them. He, he, he invented, he, he invented the entire console. Um, and uh, he was like, you know what? Me and my What's homies, his name? Uh, Gerald Esport. Gerald. Gerald. Okay. Uh, Gerald Esport. He was actually grew up in West Memphis, and he was bored because. He didn't have many friends, so he would make these gaming consoles, and he would take them to the neighbor's house, and they would mm -hmm. play video games. And one, the house he went to one time uh, was that of a clan member. Uh, his name was uh, Jack Nintendo. I think we know how this story ends. Esports, he races as hell. What? Oh, that is okay. racist as hell. You need some Jack Nintendo. Jack Nintendo pot to fill in the holes on that story. So Jack Nintendo stole the idea? Stole the idea, created e-gaming, boom, look at it now. Look at esports. Blew up. But in honor of uh, Gerald, they ended up naming the entire industry after him. Is he alive or dead? He's actually, he, he's alive. He was buried alive. Oh, uh, so he, wait, he was buried alive and is still alive? He is, he is present alive. Now, when you're buried alive, that means you die, though, right? No, not necessarily. Oh. Because of his ability to create these gaming consoles, he was able to figure out how to get from the shallow grave that he was buried in. Uh -huh. He now just lives a modest life in Clayton. So he's out of the grave. He's right? out of the grave now, but he doesn't like to talk about it. Oh. Because they took away his glory. So he went from West Memphis to Clayton? Did he because, make any money? Uh, no. How did he get from West Memphis to Clayton? He then? took a train. No, I mean, money-wise. Uh, he borrowed some. Oh. My bad mm -hmm. for my ignorance. Mm -hmm. Understandable. My nice. apologies. People don't know these stories. That's all right. No, and I appreciate you for illuminating That's these. what I'm here for. Wow. I hope okay. you guys look up Gerald Eastport. Okay. Sounds like a good yeah. guy. <laughs> what we got? Oh, uh, no. Uh, cotton candy. Delicious. Wonderful. Come can't on. make it real. Come on now. Cotton candy. That is racist as hell. <laughs> oh. Well, nailed it. Well, Travis has once again opened our eyes. Thank you, Travis. That's what I'm here for, man. Um, I got one more. Okay. Um, just because I saw this headline, so I wanted you to uh, to make uh, make it racist. Okay. I saw a headline that says new research shows that Jupiter mm -hmm. is flinging asteroids. At the Earth. That bitch. So I would like for you to make uh, 
these little drops that Jupiter has been flinging at us uh, make Jupiter racist. Well, you look at Jupiter. Look how white it looks. Hmm? Mm-hmm. It figures it would try to throw rocks at the colorful mm. Earth. Earth filled with color and colored people. Jupiter upset because it ain't getting no shine. Mm-hmm. Sitting up here saying, "Ah, oh, shoot! Look at that! Look at that colorful planet over there, getting all the attention in the solar system." Why do you sound like Tracy Morgan doing Maya Angelou? <laughs> <laughs> fair question. It's a fair question. Jupiter just a fucking hater over there, like, "Oh, look at Earth enjoying its rap music and its interracial sex. Mm-hmm. Mm, must be fun. Oh, what's that thing they do? Anal. Must be cool." Jupiter, you racist as hell. That is racist as hell. That's one way of looking at yeah. it. Yeah, throwing rocks at Earth. You know who used to also throw rocks? The Klan. Klan threw rocks at kids. Did they? So I see Jupiter taking a page out of the Klansman handbook. You double racist as hell. That is racist as hell. Because they got multiple moons, right? Hmm. I think that's something. Uh, that does it. Travis, once again, opens our eyes. Thank that's you. That's what I'm here for. And I'm glad we do this segment, Chris, every week. Because... I, I, I walk up to people on the street, or some people often come up to me, oh, and they're like, I didn't, I didn't know about Puget or Lose It. I didn't, I didn't really. And no, I, now, I still can't believe that happened. And not only that, now, I don't know if you've seen this, on iTunes, it's like at the top of the charts now. So people are clearly going out, listening to this show, and going out and supporting these Puget people. Lose who, yeah. it? Man, that was... How's the song go? I don't remember. Puget, Lose It. Puget, Puget, Puget in the south. I'll lose it. Puget. I'll lose it. That'll do it for the show today. Puget, 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 Puget sound. Have you heard that, that Puget bad. sound? Have We've got it? that Puget sound. Let me give you that Puget sound. You're going to like this Puget sound. Mm, Puget. Oh, lose it. Beautiful. You got a Puget. Oh, lose it. That's right, motherfuckers. Oh, you yeah, got a Puget. Or lose it, Puget. Or lose it. Tell you right now, motherfuckers, you gotta build it or lose it. That's why I waited to, for the beer because I knew we were gonna use it. Timing is timing, perfect. Guys. Pretty good timing. Puget. Or lose it. <laughs> What's our shout outs going into the weekend and what are we doing, Chris, for this weekend? Big shout out. <laughs> do you have nothing to do this weekend? Uh, work. I got that to do. <laughs> so shout excited, out to, are you? Uh, what do women know about sports podcast? They'll be in here tonight. All right. What do they know about sports, huh? All kinds. That's sexist as hell. Yeah. What's the name of their podcast? We'll make sure they don't get into my beer stash. <laughs> it's a weird time in our lives. Uh, no, I'm not, uh, I'm not sure. It looks like, yeah, like you said, it's going to like rain all weekend. That kind of sucks. I, that, whenever I realize it's going to rain all weekend is whenever I go, oh, I was going to go hiking. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was going to do that seven-mile run this weekend. Looks Stupid like rain. I won't be going to Babbler State Park again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you have boots and a rain. Ah, you but you know, you know, but then the parking and, and the yeah, blood slippery. Yeah. Yeah. I have Gardner family Christmas tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Really? Yeah. How's that work? Uh, Grandma wanted to uh, make sure people weren't left out. Yeah. That's so, nice. except now my brother's out of town. <laughs> About to say, I think you and your brother are gone. Yeah, my brother's skiing in Vail. Oh, it's a tough break. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Sorry for him. I'll pray for him. Gardner, yeah. who are you shot now? What are you doing this weekend? I just said what I was doing this weekend, you fucking drunk. Okay. <laughs> 
I will shout out one more time. Rascal Flatts says, uh, Life is a Highway Farewell Tour gets underway this year. And I believe in July they'll be at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. So they're coming through St. Louis for their farewell tour. We might have to make a let's try and get some tickets, gentlemen. Travis, can you I in? at least say this too? Travis, I, are you in? I am. I'm not in. I'm not going to a Rascal Flatts. Yes, I would want to sit if down I get and you talk a ticket. to them. Yes, I'll go. Okay. Yes, I'll go. If you give me a ticket, I'll. We go. wear a cowboy hat. I will wear something. I don't know if I'll wear a we cowboy once, hat. Uh, we once rewarded a listener for. Uh, is that saying? What's Documenting how many black people were at a concert. He got five. He found five. I said, I want you he, to find. He took pictures of five I black said, people at a Rascal Flatts concert. I said, you won't find really? five black people at a Rascal Flatts concert. And he found, of course, the five guys dating white girls. Hmm. I counted at a Billikens game the other day. Did you? How'd that go? 13. I bet. Crazy that you can count in a stadium that can fill almost 8,000 people. Interesting. That is very funny. I was at a wedding and uh, we thought, I was at Gaines' wedding. And there was a black gentleman there, and he was pretty in really good shape and probably like 6'2". And uh, somebody uh, that I was with was like, oh, is that Travis? Uh, And there was a few. There was just a very small number of black folks there. Damn. And I I looked over at the guy, and I was like, Travis wishes he filled the suit out like that. Damn. Hmm. That's a great way to end the show. That is. Happy Friday, everybody. Big thanks to all of our sponsors, all the people that work with us and work hard to keep this thing moving. We'll take a quick break until Monday. (laughs) We're back live at 8 a.m. See you then. Pays and cheers! You got to Puget or lose it. Puget or lose it.